Welcome to the Editor's Note Comics Podcast. I think that this world, it needs men that are willing to make the hard call. Central Maine's best comics podcast, by default. Ain't no thing like me, Seth Lee. Here are your hosts, Zach and Jared. The map's coming. No. When do we start? Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. We're here to do the thing that we do every week. Maybe. I don't know. The Zoom took an extra long amount of time to start up this week. Yes. So, But not the Zoom in the sense that we've gotten used to a Zoom over the past 14 months. It's a different Zoom. Yeah, different Zoom. Physical Zoom. It, well, I mean, if yeah, so if there's another show in the next week or two, um, it's because this thing shit the bed, which is my immediate fear. But also, then I would have... Reason to buy a nicer and newer one. Yeah, and then we could have soundboards. So if it fails, it just means I spent a lot of money. Which also means you should sign up for the Patreon. Oh, wow. It's the show already over. I hear the word Patreon. So are you conflicted? Do you want it to fail or do you want it to not fail? Um, It's been a pricey month. It's been a pricey month, so I don't want it to fail. Ah, money may. Well, I mean, we're not dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. That's a good point. Yes. And that shit cost me like three grand. Dying of carbon monoxide poisoning? Not dying of carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, yeah. Including you. You're not breathing in those toxins anymore. Exactly. Well, at least not the ones from, from or the uh, the stove. It's, the only toxins we're inhaling right now are from your feet. I Well, I've grown immune to them. <laughs> Meanwhile, your dog is, I think, not moving. <laughs> he's shying away in disgust. Well, he's done now. Oh, this is a creature that also licks his own butt, so. Yes. Yes, he does. He learned it from you. All right. What are we going on this week? Uh, stuff. Yeah, oh, my God. Yeah. So much stuff. Did I even... Did we talk about... Did you watch all the stuff? I don't know if you I watched, watched all the, the stuff. I watched the Eternals trailer. Did you watch the Loki trailer? There's a new... Oh, uh, is there a new Loki trailer? Yes, there was. Oh, well, I guess I'm going to watch the new Loki well, trailer. No one will ever know that there was a pause in the programming. What, are the, what other trailers should I be watching then? That's it. Oh, okay. Those are the end of trailers. But hey, we're going to do this week in pop culture history. By the way, there are time codes down below. They're there every week. Sometimes I don't mention them, but they're always there. That man was vaporized. Well, thanks to the power of editing, no one will know that we just wasted a couple of minutes with you watching a trailer. Yeah, true. Yeah, there we go. Oh, so lots of stuff happening this week. <laughs> You're up to date. I am. Uh, I'm on top of the beating pulse of the news. Gross. All right. So this week, we got the news. We got this week in movie history. It's almost done, but... Boy, howdy. Oh, boy, howdy. It's a week. I, I like that. It is a week. It's seven days. It's got a lo- lot happened this week. Okay. Uh, we got our main topic, Army of the Dead, sports reports, and your questions. Wow. Not quite in that order. Mixed them up a little. Oh, jam-packed show. It is. No better place to start, though, than with the news. Well, I mean, if it's so jam-packed that when you screw the top onto that jam, it's going to seep out a little bit over the edges. Ugh, That's seep. how jam-packed seep it is. Seep is a weird word. I don't know if I like it. <laughs> but sure, let's just dive straight into the nudes. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? It's time for the news. Hey, Loki had a trailer. I don't know if you knew that. I was, uh, you know, I was aware. I was made aware recently about this trailer, and I enjoyed it. What I assume is its final trailer, because we're we're right around the corner from so many Marvel things. Yeah. We got Black Widow coming up. We got Loki coming up. Yeah, Black Widow, Loki. Uh, I mean, there's literally four movies yeah. this year, and like three more shows, at least. Yes, because you also have what, Shang-Chi coming up. 
And I don't even remember what movies are happening this yeah. year comparatively to anything else. It's like there's Spider Man and there's Oh Spider Man also. Oh Doctor Strange? I don't know. There's a bunch of them. Wow, lots of things. Eternals. All of the things. But whatever. Let's talk about Loki. Loki, what I assume in its final trailer. Yeah, a little uh little exposition y, which I like. It kind of sets the stage a little bit for you. Yeah, this it does break it down. It's like Loki has screwed up the timeline with his stealing of the Tesseract in twenty twelve. Also, look, I'll say I'm a little surprised. I thought um, Hiddleston's face was looking a little puffy, but then they took away his clothes. I'm like, oh, no, he's jacked. Yeah, he's... uh, I thought he was puffy, but he's jacked. He's the god of mischief and (laughs) and dumbbells, apparently. (laughs) and um, Of a puffy face and a being jacked. He's, uh, well, the joke's on you. The joke's on you. He's a trickster, that Loki. (laughs) There we go. You look at the face, you go, puffy. But then he takes off his shirt, you go, oh, swole. Oh. You're just puffy. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Please don't take your shirt off. I'll, I swear to God, I'll do it. I know you will, and I don't want that. <laughs> Kirby, avert your eyes. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I feel like we have a good sense of this. How much do you think this is going to be just like cameo central? I think it's going to be a lot of cameos. You're going to th- get to relive a lot of your greatest hits, but it, you know, it's not without purpose. As Loki would say, he's burdened with glorious purpose. Yeah, I just feel like we're going to get a ton of cameos in this, just of people popping in for a day. Which I'm like, cool like, with. Like, hey, do you, like, we're going to back up the money truck. Do you just want to come play for a day? And absolutely. Yeah, I feel like, I don't know, they haven't really shown us anyone except, is that one lady, Black Widow, probably. But, yeah, I just feel like we're getting a ton of cameos. That's my impression. I could be totally wrong, but yes, that's kind of how I'm reading this. It also just looks fun. I mean... Who doesn't like Hiddleston? And Owen Wilson. He's fun. Mm. No? No, my mm, no, my joke doesn't work. It's it, My joke is way too dark. Good idea not to do it. <laughs> yeah, that's where we land. Thank you. Wow, you're self, like, self-censoring? It was really dark. Okay, then. I, you know, I don't even want to know. I don't want you to utter it. I don't want it to ever be... I feel like it's a sentence of words that should never be put together out loud. Anyway, moving along... <laughs> Yeah, that looks good. Uh, speaking of looking good, the Eternals had their first teaser trailer. Explain to me who the Eternals are. Well, I'm not that well read on them. Okay. Uh, by the time this movie comes out, I'll be an expert. Oh, okay, good. But we're not there yet. Also, like they clearly say in the beginning, like we just kind of stayed out of the way. Okay, but so- but my argument is this: stay out of the way. It looks like they're giving like technology and teaching the the uh, the prehistoric people like irrigation and science but yeah like oh we're gonna not interfere oh thanos is here we're really not gonna interfere but even though we seem to be you know involved in interfering for some time now yeah so i have um some thoughts on that so the idea of the eternals saying like we don't get involved that feels like a very like uatu the watcher thing like i don't get involved except for all those many times i get involved exactly uh, them being involved with kind of the Dawn of Man. Now, we do know that this movie is going to be spanning quite a bit of time. I am thinking this could potentially be a backdoor kind of way to bring the X-Men in. Ooh. Well, just because if you go with Eternal's technology, um, the X-Men villain Apocalypse got his powers from, I believe, the Eternals, if my memory serves me right. So I think we might have a backdoor way to say the Eternals started mutants. So I do think there is some potential there to 
kind of like, hey, we have this movie taking place in the past, and we said that we, you know, you know, sowed these oats, and then building off of that. So I do think there's a backdoor potential for X-Men in here. I guess those are my main thoughts. Now no. that I'm kind of thinking I, about I mean, I have thing. no clue about the Eternals, except for like, oh, we're going to let them progress as natural, but clearly have interfered over time. But the moment Thanos shows up, let's see what this, you know, let's see what works out here. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean. Clearly they had the power to like maybe try and stop him. And speaking in terms of our show, like we will do the, um, the Jack Kirby stuff. We'll do the John Romita Jr. stuff leading up to the movie. Mostly, I mean, partially because I just want to be more well read on it. You want to be, you want to be an expert in the field. I will be by the time it's done. Excellent. By the time we get there. All right. But we got a couple of things to do, but I mean, overall, I do like the aesthetic. It looks like it'll be fun. I like that it just seems like kind of positive and colorful and different, and I like that. Yes. It's also a little bit weird having two Game of Thrones actors in the same movie. Yeah. I mean, one of them died and one of them... Resurrected? Killed his aunt after doing her a bunch. Still haven't watched Game of Thrones, but I know like some things. Oh, he gave her the Iron Throne. Oh, wow. <laughs> Winter wasn't the only thing coming, was it? Gross. You took it too far. <laughs> Don't be proud of yourself. I'm not. It's far better than the things you said earlier in the show that were edited out. <laughs> yeah, probably. But, I'm, I'm, yeah, I mean, I like the look of it. It's a big Jack Kirby project, and that's, uh, I think Kirby did, like, 18 issues on the Eternals, and there's been a bunch of other people that have done work on it. But, yeah, we'll get there. I think it looks good, though. Excellent. Staying with Marvel news, it's not really news, but an interesting, uh, did you see the... Uh, I gotta make sure I have the names correct. What the hell are you doing? You've jacked my segment. I'm. Uh, did you see the uh, Rita Ora, Tessa Thompson, Taika Waititi photos? The, I wasn't gonna bring that up. Who cares? No, I'm just saying. Yes, Taika Waititi might be in a thruple with Tessa Thompson. Great. Thor: good, Love and Thunder. It's good, the movie. No, good on him. He's he's loving and he's thundering. Yes. Yes. That was not gonna be. It's not the kind of. We're not a gossip column. That's you're like rumor has it, but then you're like, oh, oh, you have this story which might may or may not be confirmed. I have to live the next hour smelling your feet, which is a terrible thing. And you're like, people kissing. I do like some of the the tweets that have come out and the memes afterwards. That's just me, though. No, we're not talking about that. Other things. <laughs> yes. Dune. Oh, I did see the new Dune trailer. Dune will be breaking from the HBO day and release thing with going on HBO Max. Oh, really? Slash theaters. So, got to go to the theater to see it? Yep. Was there a new Dune trailer? I just remember watching a Dune trailer. There was a new Dune trailer, wasn't there? No. Nothing recently. I was just going to gloss over that and try and fake my way through this for your sake, but no, you brought it up. Sounds like a lot of my dates. (laughs) Yeah, so- And by a lot of my dates, I mean I haven't been on a date in over a year, but still- is it really weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't You're telling me. <laughs> but Dune will not be releasing on HBO uh, day in for when it gets released in theaters. Mostly because I think it was MGM. Was it MGM? Some other company. They basically fronted 70% of the money and then HBO was like, it's going to be released in our streaming service day in. And they were like, what the fuck? No, we're not doing uh, that. Uh, no, we, w- we would like money, please. Do you remember how we fronted the majority of this? Yes. Uh, we would like the spice, as yeah. they say. They want that Atreides. Um, I never saw the original Dune. Well, Only clips. Maybe we'll do that ahead of time. It's 
I know that Sting is in it. He is in it. And he dies. Spoiler alert. He does die. Patrick Stewart's also in it. He is. I think they should make a, a mashup movie, Dune, it- Spice World. And you get like, because it's about spice, you can get like Posh Spice, Sporty Spice. You can't get spa- Posh Spice. She doesn't do anything anymore. She refuses to be involved with the band. All right, then we'll get Sporty Spice, Baby si- Spice, Scary Spice. Whatever the other one is. Would you, you had what? There was five of them, right? Yes, there were five. There's Posh. Who is Beckham's wife? I believe so, yes. Oh, no, that's Ginger. I don't. So there we go. There's the last one, I guess. Gin- Posh. Yeah, Posh, Ginger, Sporty, Scary, and Baby Spice. I am sad that I know this. I am too. I am upset with myself. <laughs> you made my day worse. <laughs> oh, I'm about to make your day worse again. But, I mean, yeah, I this is going to be kind of a part one movie. So if it's going to the theaters, I mean, to be fair, I would not have gone to theaters to see it if it was on HBO Max because I'm already paying for HBO Max. Yeah. But, but I understand the idea of let's, let's make this try and be a franchise kind of deal. So, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, whatever. It's Denny Villeneuve. I mean, he does great movies that no one ever sees. So, you know, let's try again. No one saw our rival. Great movie. Amy Adams is talking to an alien and Jeremy Renner's in the background being like, whoa, Blade Runner 2049. Fantastic. No one's up. Dune. Maybe someone will see this one. Do you like Star Wars? Well, thank Dune for it. HBO has announced a couple of new shows. Have they now? Animated. One of them I don't give half a shit about. So let's start with that one. Okay. My Adventures with Superman. Dealing with a 20-something Superman done in an anime kind of style. My Adventures with Superman sounds like a tabloid newspaper headline. I don't like you're in the checkout line and you're like you read like the National Enquirer. My Adventures with Superman. Yeah, I could care less. About Aliens this one. stole my virginity. Subheadline. But then they announced another animated show, and this one, oh, my eyebrow ticked up the rock style. Oh, although he's not involved in this. Although he is going to be voicing Crypto the Superdog in a different show. Okay. Wasn't going to be part of the news, but I backed my way into that one. Well, there you go. Good job. Batman, the Caped Crusader, a new animated series is coming to HBO Max. Hmm. That is going to be produced by three relatively significant people. It's going to be produced by J.J. Abrams. Okay, he's significant. Matt Reeves, who is currently directing the Batman. The Batman. And Bruce Timm. Uh, co-creator of Batman the Animated Series, and behind most of all of the good stuff there. Wow. So Despite being a massive fucking grump of a man, all he wants to do is like smoke a cigarette and be left alone. That's kind of like you. (laughs) Only more it's like, you'd rather have a whiskey and be left alone. (laughs) When was the last time you saw me smoke a cigarette? I don't think I've ever seen you smoke a cigarette. I've seen you smoke cigars. Exactly. So I'll admit it. You just want to smoke a cigar, have a whiskey, and be left alone. (laughs) I like how you upped it. Like I just casually like, have just them on hand all the time. Like got the cigar. <laughs> you have a, do you have a humidor? No, I don't. No, but you do have the little snipper. Yeah, that's what I'm calling it—the snipper. Sorry, mom. I'm listen. If that's the <laughs> that's the worst thing you have to apologize to Karen for in your life, then <laughs> yeah, whatever. But yeah, so this one is. An interesting thing, like, and we, we've talked about this in the past, how we heard there was going to be rumors of some kind of continuation of Batman the Animated Series. Uh, there is, They released a promotional still of it that had Batman looking closer to his original, like, Bob Kane, Bill Finger design with, like, the very long ears and ah. whatnot. And the dog is really up in this. Oh, my God. 
this is this recording hey buddy hey hey okay you got, okay okay he's whipping that tail okay okay good job kirby but yeah so it, it looks closer to like the 1930s design but also uh the font they used for this is not unfamiliar that really rang through stop exciting the dog i'm not he's he's a, he's trying to mount my leg it's a demon on four legs. <laughs> Some sort um, of deviant. But the font is not unfamiliar, which makes me think this is going to be a prequel series. Ah. I mean, just bring back the old team. Bring back Paul Dini, Alan Burnett, whoever you can get. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. The it, boys. <laughs> the boys are back. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we'll dropkick Murphy's. Yeah. Anyway, this new segment is getting beat to death. Whatever, I guess we're moving on. It's off the rails. I had other stories, but we're going to move on because, yeah, you're right. This has gone on for a bit. And, I mean, are they pressing issues? No. Okay. (laughs) Sometimes I write down more things just in case we need to, you know, pad time. We don't need to. (laughs) Not today. All right, what's next? Uh, We're going to do this week in movie history. Superhero landing coming up. This week in movie history. Strap in. Okay. Because it's a big old week in movie history. I am ready to ding. I don't even know how to bring you all this sweet movie history. I'll just get to, let's get the brass snacks here. Slash TV. Hit me with it. Now, I, I figure there's going to be some big things here because we're skipping. around the original, like Memorial Day falls really late this year. So it's like Memorial Day weekend right now. I'm skipping the first one. Okay. It's it's such a big week. I'm going to skip 1969's Midnight Cowboy. I, I wouldn't have got that, so thank I you. I know you wouldn't have. That was part of why I skipped giddy, it. Giddy up. <laughs> yeah, that's what they said in Midnight Cowboy. Giddy up. I'm sure it isn't what they said at all, but. Ellen said, let's skip ahead to 1977, a movie that has been essentially retitled since its original release. 1977? Yeah. Was retitled. Essentially, yeah. Essentially retitled? Or is it like subtitled? Because like. A bit of both, I guess. Well, I I feel like I know on, my his Star Wars. On. Yes, Star it's Wars. just Star Wars. Yes, it's Star Wars A New Hope. But originally it was just regular Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. And now it's Star Wars A New Hope. In 1979, possibly my favorite um tagline for a movie. There're really two of them. It's like uh Superman like you You'll will, believe a man can fly. And then this one, which is a horror movie in space. Oh, in space, they can't hear you scream. It'd that's, be alien. That's not quite the tagline, but you got the movie. Yes. In space, no one can hear you scream. I was close ni- enough. 1979. I was in the ballpark. 1983. Is that Wes Craven? No, Wes Craven didn't do Alien. Who did Alien? First Alien was... Second one was Cameron. First one wasn't Craven. It was Ridley, Ridley Scott. Scott. Yeah, that's right, because he did... Yes. Hi, I backed my way in there. All the all of, speaking of all of the uh, animals are here now. 1983, uh, last part of the trilogy. That'd be Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I'm glad. It, there we go. Jeez, don't act exasperated like this is a chore for you. No, I enjoy it. I'm kicking ass today. I'm doing better at this than I ever did at Batman trivia. I should have given you fucking Midnight Cowboy. That's what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> 1989, um, a movie Spike Lee did that didn't get an Oscar, but probably should have, and I saw it 18,000 times in film classes. Oh, oh, 
Um, oh, ah, uh, I can hate and love, baby. Oh, I can't. Mookie, it's there on the tip of my tongue. Sal's Pizzeria. Uh, I'm giving you everything. I can't. I can't. It's there. do the right thing. Ah. <laughs> Do the right thing. Uh, great movie. A movie I saw way too many times in film class, though, so I don't feel like I ever need to see it again. Uh-huh. I also skipped some stuff. 1980. Um, one of the most famous Stephen King adaptations, but w- the one that he really hates has been very outspoken against. 1980. Yeah. It's not The Shining, is it? It is The Shining. Oh, wow. Stephen King hates The Shining. Oh, well, All Work and No Play makes Jack a dull boy. Yeah, he, he doesn't like that adaptation at all. All right. So he made his own version in the 90s on TV, and it sucked. <laughs> Real bad. Okay. I really jumped ahead. It would do the right thing. 1984. Uh, oh. Kalimal! Kalimal! Temple of Doom. There it is. <laughs> that was an easy one. 1989. We need the dog Indiana. Oh, that's uh, uh, Last Crusade. There we go. Big week. A lot of George Lucas this week. <laughs> there is. There's a lot of George Lucas this week. He knows exactly when to release those movies. Well, I guess there's only one left. It's a television one. Um, maybe three times line coalesce. Three timelines coalesce. Wait, what year? 1994. Oh, this would be the. It would be all good things, <laughs> part one and two. And the. <laughs> That's all I had to say to you got yep. there. Yes, it is. It's the next generation. The season finale, yeah. My, despite I mean, having, the series finale. Despite having a uh, ton of entries this week, you really burned through them. I, I nailed it. There you go, champ. I'm proud of myself. There are also a bunch of Weird Al videos released this week over a course of years. I was like, yeah, Weird Al comes up a lot this week. Yes. But whatever, there we go. Those summer bangers that Weird Al releases. Yeah, you got there. I did. I should have done Midnight Cowboy in hindsight. Oh, I had no, I don't, <laughs> you, you didn't do the right thing. I've seen that movie. I've seen that movie yes. so many times. All right. So I guess we're going to move on from there. So from hmm, so from Radio Rahim to Sean Grandy on the Celtics radio broadcast, it's time for Jared Sports Reports. Yeah. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. Bear tested. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. It's time for another Jared Sports Report. That one sucked. Well, it wasn't great, but... <laughs> I struggled with that one. Uh, let's see. Um, Julio Jones, this is the big news that's rocking the uh, the NFL boat. Julio Jones wants out of Atlanta. Who the hell is Julio Jones? He's one of the top receivers in the league. Popular th- uh, thought for a landing spot? Little Bengals Patriots. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that's what you would say for everything. Like, oh, can we get a talented player? You know where uh, they should want to go? They should want to go here. I mean, team, I, I'd like to have talented players on my team. Uh, that's it for the quick football. Uh, lots of other interesting and exciting things happen. The Boston Bruins beat the Washington Capitals four games to one in their first round playoff series for the Stanley Cup. They've advanced. You know what they did? They. um, I threw on one game, and you know how long it lasted? Not long. For goddamn ever. Uh, Oh, the double overtime game. Yeah, that's the one I watched. There were like three overtime games in that series. It wouldn't end. Uh, Playoff hockey is the best hockey. Yeah, not that game. That game just literally wouldn't end. But like a game game seven. A game seven with an overtime, you're just sitting on the edge of your seat. It could end at any moment. That's potent stuff. That double overtime game just fucking wouldn't end. Yes. No, it was no. Did you watch it? Because I did. No, I fell asleep. Actually, that's not. <laughs> yeah, not gonna... it wouldn't end. Uh. So there's that. 
Let's see. Red Sox continue to do well, but it's like, eh, it's still early in the season. NASCAR had a uh, race in the rain on a road course at the Circuit of the Americas in Texas. Tremendous accidents happening in that. They, these cars are going 160 miles an hour in the rain on rain tires. It was kind of interesting to watch. So there's that. I know that really bores the snot out of you. Yeah, I don't. There was an F1 race too. Like, I don't know. Oh, uh, the Grand Prix I, of Monaco. I, yeah. I mean, if there's any race to watch, it's probably that one. But I just, well, it, I don't get yeah, it. Normally it falls on the same day as uh, the Indy 500 and the Coke 600, but not this year for some reason. Um, COVID, I'm sure. It may have something to do with it. And then, well, it's because just Memorial Day falls so late this year, literally on the last possible day in May. And uh, the other key news story. Uh, Phil Mickelson at 50 years old becomes the oldest person to ever win a PGA major event. I saw that. That like he was so, very cool. I really like seeing some of his stuff around that. Like yeah. he he was just so positive. Yeah, he's the first major. He's the first like big time athlete to have won a major title or ma- won a won a tournament or a title in four different decades. Good on him. He also recently is like retired to the senior tour, but played in the PGA Championship. It was the deepest field ever, and he won. By two strokes, so good on him. Good on him. What do you got for um, Celtics news? They won their play-in game. <laughs> what do we got for basketball news? Oh, so much stuff. Memphis beat the number one seeded Jazz in their first playoff game. Although I can't really support the Griz- Grizzlies because they have Grayson Allen, and I want to punch him in the face. Yes, because he's a douchebag. Let's all punch Grayson Allen. You have my permission, audience. Are we all going to line up and do it? Like that scene in Airplane? Oh my god, if you if we could. <laughs> uh, the Lakers aren't looking that great. Anthony Davis is a little soft boy. Doesn't actually know how to take any hits to the body. Oh, he and LeBron both. That almost brawl that happened in the Lakers game. I mean, LeBron is... I mean, he's a little bit injured. Yes. What else we got? Uh, the Clippers not looking great. We'll see what happens with them. In the East... Uh, we have just two swole boys going up against Miami and Milwaukee between Giannis and Jimmy Butler. Couple of the couple mo- of specimens. Jimmy Butler, the most vascular man in the NBA, and Giannis. Yeah, he is <laughs> good use of the word vascular. Oh, he's vascular. <laughs> Versus, did you Giannis. say he's felt? Oh my god! No, he just has huge veins. Like he put up this photo of like him in the gym that was just like inhuman with just the veins that were popping. Well. Someday you, too, can have veins that pop like that. <laughs> and then Jimmy, uh, not Jimmy Butler, versus Giannis, who, I mean, there's kind of a revenge factor from last year. I'm going to bet on Milwaukee, but we'll see. I mean, because they replaced, like, uh, Eric Bledsoe with Drew Holiday, so I don't know. So I feel like there's a better chance there. Plus, I think Giannis has a bit of a chip on his shoulder at this point after winning two MVPs, but not actually making any playoff progress. Uh, then yeah, Boston versus the Nets, uh, game one. And the reason we're recording this a day early is so I can get sad and watch it tomorrow. Game one, Boston did put up a very good defense, but not a great offense. Limited the Nets to 104, but they only scored 93. That's not going to get the job done. Yeah, not against the Nets. Not when it's James Harden, (laughs) Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. Will the Celtics win a game in this series? I want them to. Look, I'm I'm not even that hopeful. I'm I'm just going for like just win one, just win. Well, that's one. that was the question. Can they win a game in this series? I think so. Um, You're like that. I I'm not even hopeful for for. It's like because no. I mean Jalen Brown is out for the series. Uh, Rob Williams scored the most recorded blocks in playoff Celtics history with nine blocks, including against like a James Harden step back three that was insane. He blocked 
uh, Nick Claxton shot twice in like one go, which was kind of insane. Yeah. And he's also playing on turf toe, so he's literally a nine-toed man just being the best defender out there, which mm. is fun. I mean, Tatum didn't have a great game. Kevin didn't have a great game. Evan Fortier didn't have a great game. Smart had a okay enough game, but we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking for one here. Just one win? Just one. Don't want to get swept. I mean, the douchebag sweep can't happen now, but we might be looking at a gentleman's sweep, uh, which would be the Nets win three, Celtics take one, because they take Nets take their foot off the gas, and then the Nets beat them. Explain, but, to me what the, <laughs> ex- explain to me what you mean by a douchebag sweep. A douchebag sweep is when one team wins game one, and then the opposing team wins the next four. That is the douchebag sweep. I don't see how that would be. That's the name of it. What do you want from me? I've never heard that term, ever. Gentlemen sweep, one team wins three, then one team wins one, and then the team that won three wins the next one. I don't see how that makes you a, a D-bag. You're supposed to win four games. I don't know what to tell you. I would feel like... What do you want from me? No, I'd, I, a better explanation, I guess. I gave you the explanation. I can't give you the etymology. Oh, again, good use of the word entomology. When is the Scripps National Spelling Bee? <laughs> That's when I'm going. I'm looking for a douchebag sweep. Wow. Can you... <laughs> Country of origin, please. Can you use it in a sentence? But this also feels like the revenge game because there's this whole like, oh, we got that trade for Brooklyn that gave us like Jason and Jalen. And now the Nets just have like Kyrie and Durant. Well, you're going, in, going into game two. I mean, is it possible for. Are we still recording? We're good. All right. Going into game two, isn't it possible that the Celtics could procure their and, you know, manufacture their own D bag sweep? No, it doesn't work that way. The D-back sweep is off the table unless the Celtics win the next four games, and they will not. Well, no, I'm saying it's possible if they were to win the next four games, they would be classified as the D-back sweepers. Yes. Oh. Speaking of Celtics, they changed the name of the the main red clause to the Maine Celtics. Sure, why not? Well, I mean, it's part of the sports reports, and we're in Maine. They're fun games to watch. Yes. What used to be the D-League is now the G-League. Is now the main Celtics. There you go. There we go, guys. So if they ever move them to Boston, what are they going to call themselves? The Massachusetts Celtics. <laughs> See, there's a problematic. Well, they shouldn't have done that then. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. How does that hurt your brain? A lot. Yeah, that first game. It, it wasn't a bad game, but it fell apart in the second half a little bit, but whatever. Yeah. It is what it is. It is. All right. We ready to move on? Oh, we're ready to move on to the city of sin. We're not doing a Sin City thing this week. No, we're going to move to the gambling mecca of the world. Maybe sometimes the visuals are confused thinking they actually mean a thing when they don't. Are you talking about this movie? Yes. (laughs) We're going to move on to Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret. I'm always angry. It's time for an Editor's Note podcast review. Uh, it feels like we never talk about Zack Snyder on this podcast. No, no, there's never, no, we don't. Yeah. Um, I, we'll start with non-spoilers, which, to be fair, is going to be relatively brief because this is a Netflix release. And it's a zombie movie. That and, and you <laughs> probably have Netflix. And certainly if you have that Netflix money, you can float us some Patreon money, too. It's okay. So Zack Snyder actually did an interview this week, and I want to bring this up, where he said that like he's a liberal guy, and he that's how he votes and all that. I don't think he's that liberal, because this movie started off pretty conservative. Well, there was some conservative undertones, well, I guess you could say. They drop it after about 10 minutes, but something I learned from this movie, which I think is going to be important for the future, 
off of the last 16 months when it comes to art and conception of art, I don't want to hear a fucking thing about a pandemic or a quarantine. Yeah. I learned that real fast watching this movie because this is kind of the first thing that I've watched which kind of deals with that. Although this movie was mostly filmed before that happened. I don't want to hear about it because there is a uh, relative conservative slant of like, hey, if you're not in line with the rules, if you're like, if your temperature is a degree off, we're going to segregate you away and you know, beware of the quarantine because it's evil and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, yeah, great. Mm. Did you notice that in the beginning? Yes. Where it just immediately kind of hits you. I'm like, huh, all right. Well, we're doing this, huh? But it really doesn't last very long. Yeah, it's dropped real fast. The basic gist is- I mean, don't get me um, wrong. If there was a a zombie pandemic outbreak, like I would want like all precautions taken. Las Vegas is essentially turned into- zombie homeland and you can't go in you can't go out because it's zombies there yeah and maybe there's a metaphor about like man's opulence or some bullshit but they don't really dig into it that deep i will say that the opening sequence was fun i enjoyed the opening the opening or the credits like the opening credits the credits are the best part of this movie i feel like because it shows like like your team of heroes all like kicking ass and doing and you get all your Zack snyder slow motion out of the way and then we don't actually see any of that in the movie. There was more character development for them in like that opening credits montage than there was the rest of the movie. Yeah, like you know, if you're a bride at Vegas and your boobs are flopping around, then they're there. And if you're an Elvis, you're there. But we kind of lost all the Vegas elements too, like outside of the opening credits. Yeah, you really did. Yeah, the, I mean, the credits were get, selling me a different bag of goods than what I got. Yeah, I like the uh, you had the cover of Viva Las Vegas playing as well. That was a decent cover. Yes. I did like the Suspicious Minds at the end of the movie. It seemed to fit. Suspicious Minds. You gotta... Okay. Fill me in. No, when they when Elvis's Suspicious, Suspicious Minds was the oh. end credit song. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you there. Okay. Sorry, I was thinking of something else. Wasn't it in the middle of the movie, too? What was the movie... What was the... Was there a song when they were gathering the team? <laughs> well, there was a lot of songs in this. That's true. There was uh, the Cranberries Zombie. The, oh, yeah. That... Uh, no, that, why? That movie about dead kids? Yes. Or that song about dead kids, sorry. Uh, there was also some CCR. Yes, there was. What was that song? Fortunate Son? No, it wasn't no. Fortunate Son. Um, oh, what was it? Why can't I think of it right now? Give me my phone back. That's my phone. That's my why phone. would I be holding your phone? Because I gave it to you to watch a trailer. Oh, that's a good point. You did. Bad Moon Rising. That's oh, what they had to Oh, yes, of. yes. That sucked. It was not good, no. Yeah, so I don't particularly love the score on this. Uh, A weird thing on this that I noted is that Zack Snyder was the cinematographer on this, so he upped his duties. Yes. He was also the writer as well. Yeah. So, I mean, the movie, I mean, it has relatively good-looking visuals. I mean, there's a lot of blurry backgrounds. The interesting one is uh, Tignataro. Oh, yeah. They spent millions of dollars to digitally edit her in. Yeah, because the original actor was Chris D'Elia, and then it turns out that um, he likes to groom teen girls of not a legal age. Not good. So, like, goodbye, Chris D'Elia. Hello, Tignataro. Yes. Who I like. Um, she is a stand-up comedian who I most like. She seems to be someone that uh, Conan likes a lot, who's kind of blown up. And also, she's in Star Trek Discovery, so I like her quite a bit. And in this, she, I think she played her role quite well. 
And also how just, I mean, for the sake of, if you have to replace someone, that you're replacing someone who has mostly their scenes being alone. Yes. What are you laughing at? Oh, I'm preparing for what I always do when we watch a bad movie. I did it earlier today. I'm rereading a couple of them and I'm chuckling. Great. No, I mean, it was the rendering of getting Tignataro in. It's weird. Like, I guess Batista's like, yeah, I've literally never, never met, met her. her. <laughs> yeah, so that's kind of crazy. I think a couple. Of, I thought. I didn't think Batista was horrible in this movie. No, I overall I, liked him. A lot of the character development is forced, s- silly. Yeah, they have like one scene to like monologue at you about like why they matter. Yeah, which I never cared about. Alpha so, zombies. So there's different types of zombies. Like I just want to get into like spoilers. So we All right. Speak so for, look, it's okay if uh it's on Netflix. So if you already have it. I don't even know because it's two and a half hours. But it's also it's also in theaters. It was in one theater, I think. Oh, a theater. So it can get like nomination consideration for Golden Razzies. It's okay. It's two and a half hours though. So yeah, I and can't... it's a slow two and a half hours. Boy, do they not fucking shoot anyone? They'll just have these scenes where they walk silently or look at zombies silently. So I can't. Like, was it trying to build suspense? Was it trying to be funny? Was it trying to be an action movie? It I mean, suffers from identity crisis. It doesn't know what it wants to be. There's gonna, there's a prequel that's already filmed. Again, movie doesn't know what it, the movie did not know what it wanted because to be. Because why the fuck are there robot zombies? Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, right. They're called viruses. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess let's move on to spoilers because that's going to be more interesting. Yes. So three, two, one, playing the theme. Look out! There's spoilers ahead! So this movie's pointless, right? Oh, yes. Like, nothing is accomplished and everybody dies. Oh. And even though, like, they killed the main zombie, they're still saying, like, oh, we're going south of the border. Yeah. Uh, And even, like, Kate's little buddy. Oh, yeah. We don't even know if she's dead or not. They don't actually show if the friend that she literally sacrificed everyone else for survives or not. They don't show that character. That's insane. Like, what? what is her purpose? What is it? Why did she have to go back for her? Like, Kate rescues that person. And the only reason I know that character's name is because Batista yells it 20 times. I mean, it's not like Martha bad, but he's still like, Kate! 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 Yeah. yeah okay, great. It's Kate. Pretty much. But is she dead? Yes. No. We don't see her. That's a good point. We don't know. We don't know if she's alive or dead. We like, don't did know. We, did that character survive? And this movie literally does Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. It's like, hey, you survived a nuclear blast inside this container. Crawl out of it. Don't deal with nuclear fallout. But at least this guy's dead some amount of time later. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I was watching it with my wife, and she was like, so how long is it before they turn into zombies? I'm like, as long as the plot requires. Exactly. There's no real... um, That's when they turn. Yeah, there's no... When when there needed to be zombies. There's some cool stuff in there. I mean, I like the idea of, like, a zombie tiger. Zombie tiger... Like, zombie heist is kind of cool. Like, you gotta navigate the zombies to get in there. Why didn't... So, like, red flag, why in the world wouldn't Tanaka just give them the combination to the safe? There's that, but... Okay, I'll take one step back from that, then I'll take two steps back. Okay. First step back. Why not give them the combination to the safe? I agree with you. Second, so 
there are all these um, death traps leading up to the safe, including uh, bullets and darts and just being crushed. Yes. And why would those things only work once and not be reloaded? That's a good point. They're like, all right, there are darts in that guy. All right, there were bullets. All right, he got crushed to death with something that's retractable. Why would you assume that these are a one-off? Well, I mean, yeah, even in Temple... in. Uh... Rizzo Lost Ark, Indy had to run back through the darts that shot out. Like, yeah. Even the South American temple people that made that death trap could reload it. Yeah. So I was like, why are we assuming this is only a one off? But also, my biggest fault with this movie is we, I didn't learn anyone's name. There was Scott, there was Kate, and there was the rest. Yes. There was the guy who was working for Tanaka who had the obvious betrayal. He's working for the guy that hired them to go in and. Uh, re-steal his own like 200 million or whatever mm. but the real mission was obvious betrayal guy had to cut off the head of one of the zombies and get out yeah one of the alpha queen the queen zombie who spoiler was pregnant but these are mercenaries why not just hire them to take the head why there's no reason for the double cross just say no, like, hey yeah. we're going over this head and you can even lie say like we believe in like let's say they're mercenaries with scruples so they're like no we're not going to go in there for a zombie head say like hey we think inside of this head is the cure for all disease oh then yeah they'd be like oh we're gonna go get you that head yeah so there's literally no reason for the double cross of saying like ha, you thought you were here for money well we're really here for this one zombie head and now i have to escape by myself and why would he want to like why kill everybody after they could go in he could have gotten even if he did like double cross he could still get the head it doesn't make any sense yeah the second that happened i was like why why not just say what like your plan is yeah also like these are people with probable more like morally will be hired for whatever also the like intentionally bad comedy of the nuke in the fourth of july joke and like oh because they were obvious shots at trump oh uh, just obvious shots period but like well just dumbass like our president with a limited vocabulary thinks it'd be really cool like yeah no i get it we had a toddler so i just also like in reality also when they're building this wall how do they keep all the like you mean to tell me the zombies couldn't get the time it would take them to build that shipping container wall the zombies couldn't have spread themselves out more shoot them i guess like well they were quite vociferously that tiger death took forever oh my god it's like how many ways can we just throw this body around (laughs) it was one of siegfried and roy's and they just like take 10 minutes to kill this guy yeah i'm like just kill him. Like, this isn't even fun. Just do it. Yeah, I get it. He's going to lose against the tiger. You know who to lose against the tiger? Literally anyone in humanity. Yes. Unless it was like The Rock, who would still probably lose. These are funny. Great. I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. I mean, there's just not much to say about the movie. It, like, I... The credits lied to us. They said, look at this fun time. And then I was like, eh, it ain't shit. Yeah, we're going to try and scare you. We're going to try and be like... A lot of different things, and none of them were a good movie. There was just no, I don't know, nothing redeeming. All right, you seem tickled with yourself for something you didn't actually do. No, but every time we watch a bad movie, this is it. Uh, Here we go. The story is so bad, you'll hate all the characters, especially the daughter. Uh, This person writes, the movie is so bad, I hated myself for watching this and wasting my time. Not a single character is impressive. Don't waste your time or money. Uh, Let's see. Why was the daughter character created in the first place? The girl plays the daughter of Dave does nothing. She probably deserved to die first. And what's her connection with that random lady called Geetha? 
She let the team in danger to rescue some random lady. What a piece of garbage this movie was for saving the girl who was hated by most of the audience. This one from OMG Just Wow. I pirated this movie and still feel ripped off. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's not even hard to get. Two out. Do not waste your time. Two hours, 28 minutes of this li- is, of your life is what this movie will cost you. You can never get back what could have been better spent getting the unnecessary four-fingered prostate exam. Nothing about this movie is redeeming. The story is about an extremely selfish daughter who gets everyone killed. Rose from the Titanic was a more considerate human. We all know that Jack could have fit on that door. There's a lesson here. Don't raise selfish children. Look, I don't know. <laughs> Kate, I mean, she survives. But why were there rom- zombie robots? We never got an answer to that, although there was a prequel coming. Yes. Uh, here, this one says, created this account. I created this account to review the movie. Zack Snyder shouldn't be allowed to make movies. Good old liberal Zack Snyder. Uh, let's see. I was so annoyed with this movie, I was wishing the zombies would get me next. Well, that's encouraging. Yeah. All right. What else is there to say about this movie? I mean, if you like zombie movies... There's no point to this. Everyone dies, nothing is accomplished, and it's just going to move on to a different city. It is a pointless movie. It really was. No real storyline. Terrible waste of honest acting. Uh, there was another one I'm trying to find that was really, really funny. I do like Dave Bautista in Old Man Glasses. That's his thing. Yes. Sometimes he does it. Sometimes he does that in Blade Runner. Sometimes he does it in this. He just likes to wear Old Man Glasses. I'd spoil this movie, but it's spoiling itself. Yeah, it's just nonsense, mostly. Yeah. All right, you ready to move on? Yeah, I'm ready to move on. Slap this phone out of your hand. Ready in three, two, you moved it back immediately. Yes. <laughs> Don't slap my phone. Two, one. Oh, well, well played. I did it. Well played. All right. Uh, then he picked it up to read more. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm just exiting out of the app. All right. Letters to the editors. That is what we're doing. Now for my favorite part of the show. What did I say? Talk to the audience. Oh, God, this is always dead. Here's another one of your letters to the editors. Hey, do you, do you like listening to this bullshit? This this podcast <laughs> specifically. I mean, I have to, but <laughs> do you think I could add something informative, good or worse? You usually well, tend to lend to the worst, but well, you can you can write us a letter. Oh, not you, the listener. You you the Zach. No, no, the listener. They can write us a letter at editorsnotecomics at gmail dot com. Yes, be like, hey, I have a question, and we'll answer it. It's some level of depth, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Who knows? But we're here for you, and we're here with a segment that is sometimes good at best. All right. <laughs> well, today it'll be great. Well, we got a sec- we got a question. Okay. In the world of acting, oh. is there anyone typecast that you couldn't see in any other role? Hmm. That's a good question. Or like, are they just so iconic to a character? Yeah. As Yes, I guess essentially. I mean, when I um, I think I might have told this story in the past, but like I remember like asking my dad like, "How do actors choose roles?" He's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "Well, once they do a thing, they can't do another thing because that will ruin the illusion." And I was like, five. He's like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I'm like, "So like, when Mark Hamill is Luke Skywalker, how does he just choose being Luke Skywalker? Because he can't do anything else, obviously." There's something called money, Zach. <laughs> I didn't realize actors could take multiple roles, and then I saw right. Indiana Jones, and I was like, "Oh my god!" So I would, I would argue that really good, good actors can do that. Like Indiana Jones and um, Han Solo, two very 
iconic, dynamic characters played by Harrison Ford. And well, I understand this is an adult. <laughs> yes, but as a child, I didn't get it. But as an adult, I mean, you could even say Sylvester Stallone is a great actor for creating both Rocky and Rambo. But here's if I were to get stuck as an adult, I think it would be commercial actors. Like if I saw like flow from progressive, like in a dramatic role, I'd be like, nope, nope, this ain't working. Yeah, that's fair. Or if I saw Jake from State Farm, I'd be like, nope. What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Yeah. No, like I feel like commercial actors where you associate someone with the brand, I'm like, no, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> like I I don't accept but, this. Well, J.K. Simmons and the farmers insurance commercials. But that's working that's working the other direction. Okay, it's going back. Yes, like, he can get a commercial deal, and I'll go, oh, there's J.K. Simmons, versus if you have someone who I, because I know him from film and television, and then he also did commercials. It's like I'm not getting upset at Samuel Jackson for doing a credit card commercial. No, you're not. You're wishing that he was dropping some MFers in that credit card commercial. Better. What's in your wallet? The one that says bad motherfucker on it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it's. For me, it's commercial actors. I'm like, nope, like, you're that thing. Like, you signed on to it, and that's what you are now. I'm sure you've made a lot of money, more than I'll make in my lifetime, so I don't actually feel bad for no. you. I guess I would have to agree. I'm having a really hard time of thinking of an actor who I like. I can't see them being anybody else other than this person. I think maybe they're... Would, uh, let me rephrase the question. Are there characters that you think can only be played by a certain person? Like a voice acting or a... We've had multiple Jokers, but... I, there are people that I think have kind of solidified themselves in a role. Yeah, definitely. Like multiple Jokers, multiple Batman, multiple Superman, multiple. Um, have you have we gotten to the point in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that at some point, like you're going to have other, like we're having a new Captain America? Yeah, but that's a, that's treating as a legacy character versus a recasting. So at some point there might be a recasting. How do you? I mean, whatever. If it's good, I don't care. Like versus like when we got something like a solo which isn't bad but it's not great like where we got a new lando and a new han yeah like that movie's okay it's not awful no not as good as rogue one no so but i mean but the best part about rogue one is they killed everybody so you don't have to worry about anything else <laughs> oh, it's also army of the dead <laughs> oh yeah it's a good point except for except for the one guy that got on the plane hey hey martha oh no not that name again <laughs> That is the best gag in James I think, Bob reboot. I think also maybe like not just a commercial actor, but sometimes like a TV actor making the jump to film. I feel like that's less common. I feel like you have a lot of movie actors who are willing to do TV. Like it took a while for like Will Ferrell to like break out of like that. I don't think it took that long. Like he had to do like Coneheads, Night of the Roxbury, and then boom, he was golden. Yeah, true. But I mean. That was a good, isn't that a great gag in Jay and Silent Bob reboot? It's like, and then Sully, you realize you're not Bruce Wayne in an endless stream of detective comics anymore. You're Thomas Wayne. Yeah. Or Bruce Wayne's mom, whose name I can't remember. remember. <laughs> Seems. <laughs> That's a great gag. That's a wonderful gag. It kind of like, he pans it off on the camera. Yeah. But also, it's just some brilliant writing from Kevin Smith because it cycles back around to chasing Amy. Oh, it all works out in her percent. This is a yes. good gag. I like it a lot. Yeah. Have you gone back and rewatched that since the night that we went and you were in a fever, a feverish state? Feverish concussion? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I have watched it once since then. It's still a good movie. It, I enjoy it. Because it. it was on Amazon Prime. I assume it still is. I believe it is, yes. So, yeah, I watched it once with my wife. I never really, because I had 
recently caught a clip of him talking about on the Rich Eisen show with Chris Jericho, of all people, about how like his role in getting Goodwill Hunting made. Yeah, uh, apparently he read it on the toilet. Yeah, and he didn't get off the toilet until he finished reading it. Gross. It's a long poo. Well, true. But then he also, like, because he had an in with Miramax, and Affleck had acted in, what was it, Mallrats? Yep. Yeah. And Well, no, the script got picked up before, yes. I think. Whatever. This is what we're here to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> we're here to talk about uh, typecasting. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's commercial actors. I can't see commercial actors in serious roles. When you are a reoccurring spokesman, mm. and I don't know you from anything else previously. Yeah, you already have that established. That yeah, That's where I get stuck, but I don't know. I think that's it for me. Yeah. Or I think not just commercial actors, but like other pop culture icons being in movies. Like someone like, um, like the only movie Howard Stern would ever work in is his movie Private Parts. Like I don't see him being like the ability to play a different character. I guess, yeah. I guess. But like, also like news anchors or like you know, I mean, famous the, athletes. Yeah, I guess like if I saw like Conan O'Brien pop into a movie, I'd be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and he was in like Sharktopus or one of those. Oh, um, Sharknado. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, but then you had like Kevin Garnett. Like he was in Uncut Gems, but he's himself. <laughs> he's playing Kevin Garnett. Yeah, he accept, can't play like somebody else. I can accept Kevin Garnett as Kevin Garnett. So I would say like there's some. Like pop culture icons who might not be already like we see them in a different way, but you're not gonna, you know, you can't see Michael Jordan. Like even Michael Jordan had to play Michael Jordan in Space Come Jam. Come on a jam. No, I will not. All right. I refuse. <laughs> no jamming for you. Raspberry or otherwise. Yeah. I don't know. It was a little like having like there's some characters now, like I look at like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I'd seen some of his stuff before he was Iron Man, but now like some of his stuff after Iron Man, like it's hard to not see him as Iron Man. Cause, I mean, he hasn't done that much stuff. He did that like one music video, like music movie in like 2010, which I can't remember what it was. He did that one with Zach Galifianakis, and then he had Doctor Drew Little, where he had pulled a bagpipe out of a dragon's asshole. Yeah, and then he also, um, well, Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, he was good on those. And then he was also in The Judge with Robert. Um, oh yeah, the the Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah. yeah, that was a good movie. It was a good movie. Solid movie. <laughs> but I, um, whenever I think of Robert Downey Jr., I think of that Simpsons, like they're dr- doing a tour through Hollywood, like, oh, look, there's Robert Downey Jr. having a shootout with the police. And Bart goes, I don't see any cameras. <laughs> 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 that's a good gag. <laughs> Oops. All right, uh, that's it. That's the show. Go. All right, if you enjoyed the show, go to patreon.com slash editors note comics. A dollar a month gets you the show the day we record it, which is either going to be a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday in most instances. Well, we'll see what the playoffs bring for me to get sad. Yes, and then also when sad Loki boy. comes out on Wednesdays. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we might be transitioning to a new time. Same channel, new time. Uh, what else? Same. Yeah. There you go. Patreon for a dollar. You can also interact with us on Twitter. Zach is on. Which means me going like, is that a reference? Could be. Uh, Zach, you can find him on Twitter at Editor's Note Comics. Yeah, I'm there. I tried to tweet a little bit more recently. Yes. I, I, you know, I enjoy the platform when it's positive. So not often then. <laughs> okay, great. You're also on Twitter. At Junior Rich. I enjoy the platform, period. There you go. I check it so infre- I'm such an infrequent checker now. I used to like look at it all the time and now I'm like every three days i'm like what yes. happened in the last 10 minutes of these last three days that's all i'm aware of exactly i might get back into it maybe i won't who knows or cares not i said the fly <laughs> all right we'll be back next week we're gonna talk modok
Uh, yes, the last day of Modoc May. It's good. I watched the first episode. It's enjoyable. All right. Can't wait. Second episode is out now, apparently. Oh, boy. All right. We'll see you. Bye.